Police investigations are continuing into the killing of Sligo Town native Michael McDonough in an incident in Sussex in England in August. Uh, 53-year-old Mr McDonough, a member of the travelling community, died while on holiday following an altercation in the resort of Camber Sands on the 6th of August last. Now, UK police have already made seven arrests over his killing all of the suspects have since been released on conditional bail. Uh, Michael McDonough was born in Sligo and grew up there before moving to England. Uh, his funeral took place in London 11 days ago. He survived by his wife and six children. And two of his daughters join us now on the line, uh, Stephanie and Shannon uh, McDonough. Uh, thank you both for joining us. And I'll start with you, Stephanie, if that's OK. Uh, and maybe, first of all, if you could tell us a little bit about Michael uh, your dad. Um, so dad, um, dad was great. He was he was such a lovely man. Um, I think he, he knew a lot of people. He was he was. I don't really know how to describe him. There's so many different words. He was he was a very loud man. He was um, generous to people. He was not judgmental. He was a lovely father and husband. He was a great friend to loads of people, and I think that's why a lot of people do remember him he left he, he always left a good impression with everyone he met um yeah he was yeah he used to obviously he, he didn't he lived over in england but he, whenever he'd go back home to sligo he'd always make um the effort to go and visit people and yeah just see how everyone was he was just yeah a very generous man and a very caring man the, the, the strongest person you ever knew you said during the, the funeral service about your dad yeah, that's right. He he was. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Dad just didn't. Um, he always put his family first, um, and he, he 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 was. He was very strong. He did things. He did. He made the right decisions by his family, regardless of how um, what other people might have thought. Um, he really pushed us, these children, in life to achieve so much. And I think it takes a strong man to to do that, Dad. Obviously, he has six children. Um, two of us have gone on to be solicitors. One of the one of us is a psychologist. He just had such um, a strong personality and really wanted us to achieve so much in life. Um, yeah, he was just he was he was just yeah he was he was very ambitious, um, and I think he just instilled that in his children as well. It's it's difficult for you, I I know, and uh, for for Shannon as well. But can you tell us? From what you know, Stephanie, what happened uh, on the 6th of August? Uh, it, Michael was on holiday when this happened, wasn't he? Yeah, so Dad went... There's, obviously, it's, it's currently it's an ongoing investigation, so there is very little that we can say about what happened that night. Yeah. Um, he was... We, we obviously can say that he he went on holiday with, with my mum, his wife, um, and three of our young younger siblings. Um, they just went down for a long weekend in Camber Sands to make some memories. It was a very last-minute holiday. That's how my dad lived. Everything was last-minute and it wasn't planned. He just, he'd just he wake up one morning and decide he wanted to spend some time with his family, so they just packed up and they went down for the weekend. Um, they, they arrived that night, that Friday, um, and unfortunately, Dad, um, he just never came home. Yeah, and as you say, Stephanie, there's only so much we can say about what happened. Um, but but your appeal continues to be um, that anybody with any information in relation to what may have happened or what they may have seen to to come forward and contact 
the police and, and make that information known? Yeah, like I said, it's, it is an ongoing investigation um, and the police are still speaking to witnesses and collecting statements. So I, I think our main aim now is just to get with the word out there that if, if people have seen anything, if they have any video evidence of it, you know, if they have any information at all, to come forward, it's not too late, it's still ongoing. They're still taking, like I said, they're still taking statements and evidence in. Um, so yes, we just want to... Uh, to um, urge people to come forward so that we can get that justice for our dad. How are the family doing? Obviously, it's been a difficult uh, couple of months, Stephanie. How, how are the family doing now? Um, it's uh, it's it's very difficult. It's hard. I think everyone's sort of processing it in their own way. Um, it's 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 been a long journey. Um, a lot of it. I mean, it, at first, it, what happened was so unbelievable and it was so unexpected that you were in shock. Um, so it took her quite a while for some of us uh, to process it. Um, and I think that's we're going through that. Pro- like we're, we're sort of in the stages now of processing it. So it is. It is quite difficult. Um, yeah. The, yeah. Like my mother, is she's she's devastated. She's yeah. She's just she's not the same woman that she was before this happened. Um, and my younger younger siblings, they're they're having a really tough time coming to terms with the fact they so they lived at home with dad, so they're coming to terms with the fact that he's he's not around anymore. Okay. The, the f- and sorry, just, sorry, sorry, just to say as well, and it was just really heartbreaking um, at his funeral seeing my eighteen-year-old brother Pat carrying dad. You know, like that was just really, and Mike and my other brother Mike. You know, at that age, eighteen to lose your dad, like it's just. That's the time when you need him the most. Yeah, as, uh, the, f- the funeral took place in, in Mill Hill in London. It, it was a, a sad and difficult occasion yeah. for you all, Stephanie. Yeah, so that's that's where mum and dad have lived for years. Um, they've they've lived in Mill Hill, so that's that's the church that we always went to, where we had, you know, confirmations and communions and stuff. So it it was nice to do it in that funeral, um, in in that church because we we do know it and the priest knew dad. Um, but it did. It made it. It made it did make it quite lonesome. Him not being there, and like I said, having to do it. it you just don't expect to have to bury your dad when he's so young, and then especially under the circumstances on which he, you know, was killed. We we might have a quick word with your sister Shannon, uh, Stephanie, if that's okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Shannon, thanks. Thanks for joining us uh, on the program. Um, Difficult for you all. Yeah, no how 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 are you feeling now after what has happened over the past couple of weeks, Shannon? Um, yeah, I think we're all just really devastated. I think, like Steph said, I think a lot of us were in shock um, and just completely numb for for a really long time. Um, I think since his funeral. I mean, even on the day of his funeral, I think we all, a lot of us, didn't even cry because we were just so in shock. And now that it's been you know, I think a week or something after his funeral. I think now we're actually starting to... Now that he's not come home, it's kind of... Um, yeah, it's hitting us all in different ways. And, yeah, you're just... Yeah, you are just crying every day, you know? Just kind of... Yeah, it's just so unbelievable that you are just... Um, kind of processing it now. It's... Yeah, it's just... Really hard. And the circumstances of his death, that makes it more difficult, Shannon, I Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That makes it just—it just makes it so much harder because if it, if he'd passed away from, you know, like a health 
condition, you kind of would be able to accept it a bit more, but it makes it a lot harder when you have a lot of wives. And when he was just kind of taken away from us and it should never have happened, um, it just makes it so much harder to not think what if and, you know. Okay, and I'm I'm sure you would uh, echo Stephanie's call for anybody with any information in relation to what happened in August to come forward. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we we do believe there would be footage out there, so that's the main thing, just people coming forward if they do have any footage, any videos, any images. um, But also if if they were there that night or if they've heard something, just to please come forward and just, um, yeah, just give your account of that night. There were a number of people from Sligo at the funeral. You've got very, very close connections, family connections yeah. in Sligo. That that has been important to you and a, a comfort to you as well, I suppose. Definitely. They've been, I mean, since it happened, so many people um, flew over and came to Cambersands and showed their respect. Like, you know, my auntie was saying that the, the Ryanair flight was packed with people from Sligo, you know. So many people have come over and showed their respects. But I think that just that that's just because the type of person Dad was, and whenever there was something, and someone else needed them, um, needed him, he was always there. Like he always paid his respects to other people. And like Steph said, you know, every time we would go back to Sligo, he was calling into people, you know, that had looked after him and cared for him as a child. Like he'd go and visit his old teacher, and uh, you know, and my mum would be like, "Oh, do we have to go here?" And he always wanted to pay his respects, you know. All right, okay. Uh, Shannon, thanks. thank you for joining us. We might have a, a final word with Stephanie uh, before we conclude. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, and, and Stephanie, just, just following on from that, um, strong Sligo connections, strong family connections to Sligo, as Shannon says, yeah. that was very, very important to your dad. Yeah, it was very important to dad. Um, yeah, both mum mom and dad were, were born in Sligo and they lived there for many years until they moved to England. Um, so yeah, dad, Sligo was always dad's home. Um, and he did make a point of trying going over there often. Um, he still has loads of family and friends that live over there. And like he says, they're the ones that flew over for the funeral. Um, and I think it just shows how loved he was as a person that people made the effort to come and see him. But yeah, he he, he had strong ties to Sligo. Um, it was, it is, he's home.